Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a theme park podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me as ever is Josh. Hello there. Hello there. How's it doing? How's it doing? How's it, how's it doing? <laughs> how are you doing? I am good. Or how is it going? How's it going? This is the wildest ride in the wilderness. It certainly is, Josh. It's been a couple of weeks since I did this, so I'm all confused <laughs> and out of kilter. I, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Yeah. Night shifts, holiday, yeah. night shifts again. That's true, actually. I'm t- I hadn't really considered the night shifts, but yeah, I'm completely out of it right yeah. now. Did a few night shifts. Then I went to Singapore, as keen followers of our Park Crush Instagram account will yeah. know. And now I've come back, and I'm in the midst of overnights again here. So my day is actually, as of recording... Only really just begun. I should be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Oh, I can't say I necessarily am, but like a scabunny. Like a scabunny, yes. Yes. What is a what is a scabunny, Josh? It's a fire-type bunny rabbit. Right. Yeah. Uh, where where can I find one of these things? In the Galar region. Oh, where's that? Um, I don't know. Oh, near Johto. Right. Oh, oh, this is a Pokemon thing. Yeah. Right, you've been playing. I have Pokemon. Yeah, great. How's that been going? It's great. Do you feel like you've stepped back into your childhood? Yeah, sort of putting on your favourite old woolly jumper or yeah. favourite pair of comforting slippers. I was, uh, I was watching the world according to Jeff Goldblum this morning. Hang on a minute, Josh. Disney Plus isn't out in the UK until sometime next year. Yep. Using my uh, American credit card. Oh, of course. Um, it's all above board. Yes. Totally legit. Yes. Uh, yes, Disney Plus is out. That is something that we're going to talk about later, even yeah. though it's not out here yet. But we have always. And uh, yeah, there's actually a fair bit to talk about because last week, through the magic of scheduling, yes. we had an episode, even though we hadn't recorded last week. Yeah. And therefore, there's a little bit of a... Well, we've basically got two weeks' worth of stuff to talk about. But I thought, as I've been to a theme park, Josh, I should probably talk about it. Probably. Uh, Universal Studios Singapore. We have done a trip report on this before from my last visit. Yeah, you can go so back and listen to that. you can go back to and listen to that. We're not going to do the sort of full roundup here. But I did get a chance to do a couple of rides that I didn't get to do on my first mm-hmm. time. I know. And, uh, yeah, just sample in a, a few other bits and pieces that I hadn't done yeah. previously. Mm. So, for those who don't know, Universal Studio Singapore is on a sort of resort island called Sentosa, where there's yeah. all sorts of stuff. It's just a big party it's tourist cool. island. Yeah. Um, but the the quirk of it, me, of it is that Universal do not own this park. Mm. So, uh, there are some restrictions in terms of what they're able to do, and... It's a much smaller scale theme park than any of their other ones, really. You have to pay for your park tickets. Indeed, yes. I can't get my uh, Comcast employee uh, benefits here. I tried, and uh, they weren't having it. I know. Uh, But it is quite reasonably priced. It's $79 for just a one-off day entry for non-Singaporean residents, which works out somewhere in the 45-ish quid range. So all of Singapore gets a special rate? If you're from Singapore, you get a special rate. Oh. Yeah. So, and you can get annual passes and that kind of thing as yeah, well if you're cool. from Singapore. Yeah. But yeah, I thought, you know, 45 odd quid is pretty decent. It's pretty good price. Uh, that's, it's a, a, that's a Thorpe Park, Alton Towers price. Yeah. Uh, the opening hours are very much tailored to the fact that it's not the biggest park in the world. So it opens at 10, closes at 6. Uh, you can get it all done in that time frame, no problem at all. And I would have done literally every ride if uh, an incoming storm towards the end oh. of the day hadn't curtailed my plans to do uh, the Jurassic Park deep. Rapids adventure, which I'd I got into a 70-minute queue for. I was like, well, I've done everything else. Might as well. I may as well just commit to this. And, uh, yeah, I unfortunately, I ended up not being able to do it. Did, you, did it feel like Orlando with a closing storm? Coming it in. did a little bit. Singapore is very Florida-esque in terms of its weather, although I was very lucky. I got no no rain or anything. Oh. And even on this particular day, it didn't end up arriving, the storm, but oh, it was good. close enough yeah, that yeah. they closed all the outdoor rides. Uh, so, yeah, weather-wise, it was pretty good, and I must say I've struggled to readapt. I mean, I've plunged <laughs> about 25 degrees. It's lovely, um, lovely sunny weather outside, Tom. I don't I, know what you mean. I don't know, Josh. I haven't seen any of that myself. <laughs> but as I say, I'm a little out of it, so, hey. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, 
yeah, it's on Sentosa Island. It's a pretty small park. Um, but there's a decent amount of stuff there. There's a far, far away Shrek land. There's a Madagascar land. There's a mummy. There's the ancient Egypt area. Yeah. There's a sci-fi area. There's a Jurassic Park area, which also incorporates... It's called the Lost World. And it also incorporates the West World, West World Water World <laughs> stunt show, which uh, is excellent, by the way. Yeah. The best thing that could ever possibly have come out of Water World, the movie, is this stunt show. But um, as I say, go back, listen to our Universal Studios trip report. I believe it's episode like six or seven it's quite early on, right? um, for a full breakdown of the park. I'm just going to talk about the two Battlestar Galactica roller coasters, which I didn't get to do last time, but I did do this time. Oh, the dueling coasters. So, the dueling coasters, kind of. I mean, they don't run it exactly oh. in sync, much as dueling dragons didn't do towards the end of their life cycles. Oh, damn you. I know, I know. Uh, but yeah, you've got the human side. Um, disclaimer, I know nothing about Battlestar Galactica. Uh, uh, I Literally yeah, nothing. No. When you're queuing up, there are screens where uh, a lady, a blonde lady, is talking to you, and she's sure. very aggressive and takes th- her role very seriously. Well, it's an important thing. There's a start kind battle of, going kind on. Kind of gets me a little on edge. I didn't Dramat- really like. It made me feel a bit uncomfortable. I don't Galactic know who star battle. I mean, come are, on. are you into Battlestar Galactica? No. Okay, fine. So there's don't care sh- about that. Don't care about uh, TV show Star Trek. Right. Don't care about. S- Film Star Trek really until the new ones. Okay. Because uh, your your, ni- your nerd credibility is just on the floor right now, Josh. I think Star Wars is overrated. Ah, oh. Mandalorian's pretty good though. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. But wait, Josh, Disney Plus isn't out here until next year. <laughs> uh, okay. So the interesting thing about this Battlestar Galactica uh, duo is that they are quite different types of coaster. Yes. So uh, you've got the human side, which uh, is kind of your bog standard coaster design to be honest you you get and you've got your over the shoulder harness it's got a floor it's not flawless it's not inverted oh, or anything okay. like that and to be honest i did this one first and i was a little underwhelmed mm. there's a, a decent launch at the start when you're going up the chain lift but there, it doesn't go upside down there are no inversions it's not okay. particularly intense yeah really there's sort of some decent banks and 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 twists and turns but there's nothing really to write home about mm. uh, and then on the other side now, I can't remember if this is the Cyclones or the Cyclons or the Cylons or... Uh, I don't know exactly. They also, Isn't that a place some in brand, India? Some brand of washing machine is this other side of this coaster. This one is actually really good. So It's not actually a washing machine, is it? It's like a powder that you put in the washing machine to make it last. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's okay, like fair a cleaning enough. product. Right, okay. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, I can't really remember what it was called. In oh, or it could be a place in India. Relation Isn't that a place called Salon in India? I don't know, Josh. Mm. I don't know. Is there a theme park there? Otherwise, my, my geography's <laughs> terrible. I just need theme parks to, I, to not know, know what, where we're talking about. Yeah. Um, speaking cool. of India, actually, I do, <laughs> I'll get to it in a second. Uh, so the Cylon roller coaster, or whatever it's called. So this is kind of like Kraken. These are so the aliens, right? These are the aliens. So it's flawless, but it's not inverted. Right. So like Kraken. Yeah. But this one, there's loops, there's corkscrews. Oh. It's pretty intense. It's fast. It's got a launch as well. It's got kind of Hulk-style moments where you're kind of going under, sort of underground, for lack of a better word. Like and there's tunnel type. Yeah, with you know steam blasting in your face. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Actually, I think it's it's a good coaster mm. and by far the better of the two Battlestar Galactica uh, tracks at the park. They the, the the way the tracks are designed and built, there is the potential of them to intertwine a little bit. Yeah. But as I say, they don't really run quite to time, which is sure, a, yeah. is a shame. But theme parks seem to be moving away from that in yeah. this, this era of health and safety that yeah. we have to obl- oblige by. It's lawsuit Central is uh, a jawline coaster, right? Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, those are the kind of two set piece rides in. Uh, sci-fi city. Could you you could build a jawling coaster? I guess it's not quite the same, but uh, if you put like perspex between the two coasters in those sections, I think I think you'd be going fast enough to not quite realise, not like you'd get the effect of it jawling, even though there's a perspex there. I right. Yeah. Potentially, I guess. Um, but those rides definitely seem to be the most popular ones in the park. I would say, other than Jurassic Park. That was the one where the queue got longest. Have you seen Jurassic World Evolution? Evolution? The game. The game has right. got, it's getting a DLC which adds Jurassic Park stuff. Oh, does it? Yeah. Damn it. 
all of the Jurassic Park well, stuff. I'm going to have to play that now, Josh. Yeah. Soz. Uh, uh, trying to think of what else I did this time that I didn't do last time. In terms of rides, I think that was actually it. I think I had done everything else on a previous visit. I will say, though, that this time, something I didn't get to do last time, I was at the front of the uh, Sesame Street Spaghetti Space Chase. Yes! Uh, also, by the way, this is the first time I've ever been to a theme park completely on my own. It's a How bit of a that? strange yeah. experience. It's quite liberating in a way it, because I guess once you've done it, you've done it, right? Like it's sort of the cinema thing. A lot of people, well, this is me included, don't yeah. didn't like going to the cinema. I still don't particularly like going to the cinema. No, you know, you clearly you would rather do it with yeah. people, but at the same time, I'm now I've done it enough times. Cinema, I'm talking about now, where I kind of will just do it if yeah. if, if it needs to be done. And on the theme park front, again, I'm not going to go out of my way to be like. I'm going to a theme park yeah. by myself, but having done it, it's fine. It's I didn't necessarily clock anyone else that was d- was in the same boat as me. Everyone else definitely seemed to be a couple or a group yeah. or a family. So there are occasions where you feel a bit sad, and I think some of the ride attendants <laughs> maybe look at you and think, oh, bless. oh, bless. Like, for example, getting in the front row of the Sesame Street yeah. space chase. There's a kid behind me who probably couldn't see because I was sat in front of him and I couldn't help but feel a little awkward. But equally, also quite thrilled, Josh. Yeah. Sod that kid. Because, exactly. I'm at the front yeah, uh, and it felt like Elmo was talking directly oh. to me. So oh. I was pretty hyped. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else that I hadn't done last time. So, yeah, worth going back and listening to our full trip report if you are interested. Or hit up our Instagram page where, as far as I'm aware, the Instagram story that I filmed throughout the day should still be live if you haven't looked at it before. Is that how Instagram stories work? No, it only lasts 24 hours. Oh, does it? So yeah. it's gone? Yeah. Ah, well, there are some pictures. I think you, some lovely pictures. We we might be able to go back and, and pick out that story and then put it in our... If we can put like a favourite section, right? Well, we'll consult our social media team. Yes, which is uh, chomping at the bit for some work to do. Yeah, I believe. Uh, the only other thing I'll mention, actually, uh, so last time I ate pizza in the New York section of the park. Of course. This time Why I had a burger you? and chips oh. in Mel's Diner oh. for lunch. It was all right. It was all right. It was fine. I, I kind of want. I, I also had an ice cream from Fryers in Far Far Away. Oh, which makes was quite sense. good. Makes sense. Yeah. I kind of want um, a theme park that is based on different cities and okay. just serves different pizza from different... So uh, New York style, uh, Neapolitan style, from like Chicago a Sicily, Chicago, style. yeah. Right. Cool. Dartford yeah. style, stuff. Dart- frozen <laughs> Tesco pizza. Yeah. Pizza a go-go. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Uh, so that was Universal Singapore. Uh, I, I won't go into more detail about it but something else i wanted to touch on about my visit to singapore that i think would be of interest to theme park fans yeah i went to a disney art exhibition oh yeah at the the art science museum art science art science museum in the marina bay which Mm. is a very lavish area of singapore some spectacular Uh, sights to be had singapore grand prix is uh, it might not be a million miles away. I didn't see it. Uh, well, it's a street track, so they take it up. Oh, down. right. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, so the Art Science Museum, generally speaking, I mean, it looks great from the outside. It's a pretty stunning-looking building. But, yeah, the, the sort of the permanent exhibition there, I think it was called Future World or something. I did it. I got oh, a double ticket. A great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Uh, no, I thought it was pretty bad, actually, Josh. <laughs> really? Yeah. It was just a series of kind of like interactive exhibits that I looked at for about two seconds and thought, huh, that's kind of cool, I guess. But really, it was just a sort of kid's playground. Right, yeah. So the Disney exhibition, however, which I think if you go solely to the Disney exhibition, which has recently been extended to next March. So if you're in Singapore before the end of March 2020 and you like Disney, this might be worth looking at. I think it was $19. As I say, I got a double ticket, so this like is 32 uh, for the two exhibitions. Singapore dollars. Singapore dollars, yes. yeah. If I was uh, to go again, or if, 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 I, if I was to go with the benefit of hindsight, I would just do the Disney thing, even though it only took me maybe 50 minutes or so to walk around. Basically, it's just a sort of... takes you through the history of Disney animation from the early days of Steamboat Willie and Mickey Mouse all the way through to Frozen 2, 
oh. uh, going into detail about the different techniques used and how technology changed the way they really cool. made Disney animations. And actually, you, you look on paper and think, okay, Future World versus Disney, which one's for the kids? You'd say Disney, but actually, probably not. Like, the Disney exhibition very much I really enjoyed as someone who is a sort of Disney history nerd and also yeah, yeah. is really into kind of filmmaking yeah. and what goes into it so i think if you're into that side of things you get a lot out great. of disney sounds uh, so disney good disney exhibition and um i want to go to singapore now yeah it's a it's a good a good mix as well of of movies that get their due in the oh, exhibition nice. there's uh, uh sort of snow white obviously and bambi and yeah lady in the tramp and older stuff like that and then it comes through to sort of uh a little mermaid and mulan and tarzan and then up to the more modern stuff like Big Hero Six and uh, is uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit in there? No, not that I saw. Oh, okay. I'm afraid. Interesting. No, I would say if you're a Disney a Disney fan, a movie fan, you find yourself in Singapore, worth a look before it closes. Uh, loads of Frozen Two stuff towards the end as well, of course. Of course, uh, which is out I think as of recording just that goes, in just a few days' time. Oh, oh boy! Uh, you also went to that kind of awesome uh, extension to the airport, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, this has no relevance to theme parks. Well, it's like a kind of like a park. Yeah, I mean, there are like exhibitions and attractions in this part of this. So it's Changi Airport that has now got this big extension called the Jewel, oh. which is a big mall that also has a load of other nonsense. More, more like it. the Chavi Airport, am I right? Ha <laughs> uh, Yeah. Uh, it's mad, Josh. I must say, as someone who got kicked out of the hotel at 12 and didn't have a flight till 9... Very convenient yeah, to I have bet. this ridiculous that's, that's sick. mall that you can go and hang out in and kind of see. It has a cinema. There's an what? IMAX. So what do you do with your suitcase? Well, you could check it in as early as you like at this airport. Oh, is it? So I turned up my flights in like seven hours. Yeah. And I saw an early check-in desk and I thought, well, how early is early? It's probably like three hours. And they were like, no, just 12 hours or more, <laughs> depending on the airline. And fortunately, mine fell within that window so i was like can you take this now then and i'm like yeah sure so basically so i just gave you a long haul you'll probably be all right yeah absolutely yeah so yeah singapore's cool like i can understand people who say maybe it's a little well repressive and a bit of a police state and in terms of sort of culture and personality maybe it's a little bit too clean and sci-fi yeah i must admit i really like it uh and i did try and broaden my horizons in terms of cultural uh uh exploration and and some of the history of singapore yeah so when i mentioned when you were talking about india earlier uh <laughs> so i wanted to expl- i was staying in chinatown of course which was fun in singapore yeah and then there's uh, another area in singapore called little india so chinatown as you could imagine is kind of this sort of condensed uh uh, version of, of China within Singapore, you yeah. know, culturally and I, I guess and you, you have them all over the world. Absolutely, yeah. 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 London, Lit- New yeah. York, yeah. And Little India is much the same way, really. So, I mean, as I was saying, Singapore is seen as this very sort of clean, um, uh, repressed police state kind of thing. And you walk around most of it and it does feel like everyone is very much in line. Uh, but you go to Little India, to be fair, and it's the type of, type of place where you feel like if I don't look properly before I cross the street, some bloke on a bike's going to hit me and doesn't really care. Like, it kind of feels like you're kind of taken out of Singapore while yeah, you're in yeah. this little India place. That's quite cool. And to be honest, it put me off the idea of ever going to India. Oh, I was really? Like, I've seen enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not cut out for this. Um, <laughs> now, I'm not sure how appropriate this anecdote is for a podcast that considers itself family-friendly. But it's certainly not appropriate for the dinner table, and I need to get it off my chest. <laughs> So maybe we can as, consider whether this is appropriate. Maybe, as, have you mentioned it to family members? Maybe it gets cut. I've not mentioned it to anyone. Oh, I'm let's big, go for it. I'm go for it. I'm scarred, I frankly. I love it. Uh, so, just a warning. Yeah. This is going to happen. Skip yeah. ahead if you don't want to hear it. Well, if it's if you feel like I've gone too far, you, well, maybe we'll cut it out and it never happened. <laughs> we, need a, we need a thing. To be like... honest, it's not that bad. It's more just awkward from my own personal point of view. All right, yeah, go and on. In then. terms of sort of visuals, I'm the only one who will have seen this. Oh, no. I'm not going to make the thumbnail. I didn't take any pictures. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. So. I don't like where it's going already. So, uh, I was walking around. Yeah. This was a weekend. This was, I can't remember if it was Saturday, Saturday or uh, Sunday. Are we still in Little India? We're in Little India. Okay. Yeah. And to be honest, I, I so also, uh, this is a boring detail, but I've changed my phone contract this year. I now don't have international roaming. 
which was interesting. So it kind of was, in a way, it was quite liberating because I found myself kind of walking around and just not glued to my phone all the time. It also meant that when you're in the hustle bustle of Little India, I was getting lost and just kind of walking off in random directions. Yeah. Ended up coming across this kind of little, quite packed, like condensed street. Didn't look... You know, it, it very un-Singapore, I would say. Like Nocturne Alley. A little bit, yeah. And there were just loads of blokes gathered down here, oh, uh, no. looking into buildings. And I thought, oh, well, I don't know what's going on down there. And I must have... I mean, this just speaks to my ignorance, naivety. My first thought, genuinely, was this was kind of late Saturday afternoon, something like that. I thought, oh, you know, you see all... Pi- you know, you see pictures and stuff from around the world of how people from different cultures gather together to watch the Premier League, you know? Like, we watch it in our living rooms or in the pub, but you you go to sort of, I don't know, place, you know, poorer parts of the world or where, you know, football generates a real sense of community and you have people who sort of gather around little TVs in their villages or their towns, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought, oh, maybe this is this. Arsenal are on soon. Maybe I can watch the game here. It wasn't that. wasn't that, Josh. I walked down there and I thought... No one's talking to each other. Everyone is kind of not making eye contact. A few people looked at me and thought, what is this guy? He's not a regular. <laughs> and I thought, oh, okay. Well, I kept going and I sort of started looking into these buildings. I couldn't necessarily see anything. And then I saw a few and I sort of became more increasingly noticeable. These sort of, sort of quite dingy, almost Blade Runner-esque, flickering red neon lights in some of these buildings. And I thought, Ha! Huh. Red lights, eh? Uh, Arsenal fans. Would this be? Co- yeah, yeah, Arsenal fans. That must be what it is. <laughs> I'll keep going. <laughs> uh, and then eventually, yeah, you start seeing some um, questionably dressed ladies. <laughs> and then there's some ladies who aren't dressed at all. Yep. And also aren't ladies, Josh. Oh! <laughs> So, well, if you know, people yeah. are into all sorts, not That's one to true. judge. And yeah, I'm not one to judge. And it uh, does ca- catch you off guard, though. It certainly does catch you off guard when you walk down there expecting potentially to watch football. <laughs> Although, quite frankly, uh, given what Arsenal got up to later that day, it's every chance I would have been more disgusted if it had been the football. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, uh, be aware Singapore has this reputation, but not every part of Singapore adheres to it. You can get up to some business, uh, um, but I, I got out of there. To to, to quote uh, one Ross Kemp, one Ross Kemp, uh, things were certainly about to kick off. Yeah, uh, or as Ross Kemp would say, <laughs> "You beauties." <laughs> so, um, uh, did you? Yeah. Uh, I don't suppose you at all looked up. Uh, looked up what? <laughs> the laws in Singapore oh, okay. around such things afterwards. Uh, I did actually, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it's all. Uh, it's not all. I mean, there are limits to it, but yeah, it's. Uh, there are designated uh, red light districts uh, in Singapore. Oh, that's uh, good some are for you know. Some are a bit more uh, upmarket, shall we say? Sure. Kind of maybe target the kind of the white businessman. Yes. Who's who's got you know too over, much money over from uh, New York? Yeah. Um, uh, or who just work in Singapore in kind of the business districts you know and uh, and then you've got you know these kind of places that maybe uh, cater more to uh, the locals who are looking for some relief at Mm. lunchtime or whatever and um, yeah Mm. so there's that there's everything you need to know Josh about Singapore excellent Universal the art of Disney and uh, the red light districts of Little India Little India there we go there you have it I'll be posting my full review on TripAdvisor shortly (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I I must have I was grateful I didn't have phone connection because you you know how phones are constantly know where you are these days I was quite grateful for the fact that I wasn't like accidentally checking in on Instagram or something because uh, that could have been very I mean if you strange. were to check in on Instagram I think a bouncer would have come out and broke your phone quite possibly um, I don't I've, know I've heard of stories of that anyway yeah but anyway so that was Singapore I don't think there's anything else I need or particularly want to say about it um, uh, other than I think you know on the just going back to Universal uh, people might be wondering um, would I go to Singapore to do Universal? 
Uh, probably not. Uh, but if you're there, would I do it if I was there? Uh, sure. Yeah, I think it's a that whole island's area. really nice, though, right? Yeah, I did actually do two days there. So I went once to do Universal, and mm. then I went another time just to kind of wander. And uh, I went to the, uh, the 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 last remaining uh, coastal military fort oh, in Singapore. Cool. I went to the southernmost tip of Singapore. Was it like a star-shaped fort, or was it a s- square? Or uh, it was basically Death Star. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah that was on that Sentosa Island uh, and that's Singapore mm. uh, I really like it there I will probably end up going back at some point but um, can, I, uh, yeah. can I ask can we do a subsection of the podcast Ooh. which I'm calling the pod on pods Oh, okay. where we talk about pods Oh, sure. Yeah, I stayed in a pod hotel yeah. uh, which I'd never done before that's the start of our new sub podcast called pod on pods great okay you just go i stayed in a pod i've stayed in a pod is there pressure for this to be weekly do i need to book something for next week yes oh, no God damn just it. any any time you go okay yeah all right okay so i stayed in a pod hotel in chinatown um for those who don't know they're kind of like in I don't chinatown know. interesting yeah so they if i had to compare them it's like what would a coffin look like on the millennium falcon mm. uh, and this is what it would maybe look like isn't uh isn't there a moment uh, what is it end of when when Luke loses his arm. Yeah. Oh. And he's like laying in a bed looking out a window. Oh, yeah. I guess it's not dissimilar to that, actually. Yeah. Um, there's just a wall on the, all four sides. Rather than... mm. So you get a card when you check in and you tap it on the front of your pod and it unlocks the door and you push it open and then there's a little slot on the wall and you put the card in there and it all lights up blue, kind of like something out of Star Wars. What shape is the door? Uh, it's kind of rectangular-ish. <sighs> Um, and you kind of push it in and then fold it across. Okay. Right. I was hoping the door would be round for some reason. No, it's not round, unfortunately. But it well, can get a bit more of an escape pod vibe. Yeah, yeah. No, unfortunately not. But yeah, it's got, the first time it all lights up, you're kind of like, oh, this is pretty cool. And to be honest, um, it had everything I'd kind of want in there. Yeah, all the amenities. Aircon was fine. Oh. Had some US, plenty of plug ports and is things. It, does it have proper... Uh, little control US plugs station. or is it uh, just USBs or uh, both okay uh, so yeah um, comfy enough beds really the only downside to staying in the pod was that uh, they're all obviously quite tightly packed in there and you can hear everyone mm. so any uh, noises uh, yes plenty yeah. some people I don't it must be maybe it's a cultural thing but bedtime uh no respect for bedtime among no. certain people. Quite happy to have a good chinwag on the phone or something at one in the morning, oh. quite loudly. Yeah. And you just sort of have to put up with it. That's, that sucks. So that that wasn't great. So there were a couple of nights where I thought, oh, I might just go for a walk. Yeah. Any um, any uh, any moments where there was maybe two people to a pod? Uh, quite possibly. They are two people pods oh, you okay. can get. Yeah, uh, I quite enjoyed overhearing one morning when I woke up two girls who were clearly just checking in and were asking all sorts of questions that made me think, did you all look at this before you booked it? <laughs> it wasn't quite to this extreme, but I half expected them to start asking where the spa was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just so, not this type. It's not that type of hotel. Uh, what are the toilets like in a pod hotel? Uh, they're shared. They okay. were fine. Was yeah, it- the showers were Fine. Does it just look like a normal? Yeah, there's nothing special about toilet. it. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah nothing. Because I kind of want a futuristic. Sh- there's like. not. Yeah, the pods themselves are the only thing that really evokes space. Right. I'm afraid. Yeah, shame. Everything else is very much just yeah. bog standard. Is it like a? Is there like a men's toilets and a? Nope, they're shared. No. Nope. Right. Uh, is it? Is it like? Are there like a bank of showers in there or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you can lock them. Cool. It's fine. So, so it's kind of like a like a swimming pool or something like that kind of uh, thing. I guess. To a kind of vibe. Sort of. Yeah, like a gym yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe. It's not quite as open air as some of those can sure. be. It's quite cramped. Yeah. Uh, and there's a little area where you can have breakfast. Okay. Nice. Um, Do you have to pay for breakfast? No, breakfast included. Yeah. Lovely. Some white bread, some cornflakes, <laughs> and that was about it. The most pod-like of food. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, no, well, it would have been even better if they just served you like army rations or space <laughs> rations. <laughs> yeah, I went out for bre- I went out for breakfast a couple mornings because I thought I'm good with yeah, this. Thanks. Yeah. I'm gonna indulge mm. a little because I did lots of walking. 
Yeah. I didn't have that's... a day that was below 32,000 wow. steps. And I think it peaked at about 46. That's, that's very stepping. I, yeah. I was knackered, I have to say. I mean, it says a lot about my time there overall. The Universal, I think, was maybe the lowest step day. Oh. Yeah. So, there we are. Here we go. That's Singapore now. Yeah. I think that's, that's everything. That's uh, the pod on pods. Yeah, that's the pod on pods. We'll be back next week with more. Uh, so, that's Singapore, that's Pokemon, we've got through half an hour and we barely actually talked about theme parks, yeah. Josh, but <laughs> before we get into kind of the more kind of newsy part of the show, uh, we have an email! Hey! We've not been able to use that tune for a few weeks, Josh, but no, yeah. thankfully... Uh, our good friend Ben, Mr. Ben, has got in touch, and we've been able to use the theme tune. Yeah. So, what have we got, Josh? Um, so, first of all, I should say you can email us too, listeners. Yeah. Podcast at parkrush dot com. It sure can. Hey guys. Hello. Uh, happy belated birthday to Tom. Oh, thanks very much. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> Uh, good to have me back. Absolutely. Um, and congratulations both on your 52nd episode. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to at least 52 more. At least. At least. I've got a lot of them mapped out in my head. <laughs> Singapore Trip Report 3 is coming in episode 124. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we've got a few lined up. We've got like a good 10 or so, or maybe not 10. We got quite a few on the old games that we're playing. Theme park old games. theme park video game reviews. Yeah, we've got lots of those. Yeah, uh, kind of not in the can, but uh, planned out. Yes. Speaking of which, uh, theme park. Okay. The game. Yes. Um, this is this is Ben talking to me, not me. Uh, my mum rented it from Blockbuster, so many times that they eventually just gave us the game. Oh wow! Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, used to love playing it on Mega Drive. Classic. I'm a Mega Drive child myself. Uh, the changes to drinks and food did matter. More salt and fries meant guests were thirstier. More ice and drinks meant they needed to buy another one to quench their thirst. Oh. Yeah. More fat and burgers meant they needed to eat more to stop hunger. More sugar in ice cream made kids move around faster. And more caffeine in coffee adults moved around faster. So, you know, like real life. Absolutely. What a great game. Is what he says. For its time, excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and just to be clear, reason why Ben's talking about it, that was the first game we did as part of our yes. Theme Park video game review series. We have since done Roller Coaster Tycoon. Uh, we're, we're planning to go through the, the history of, of Theme Park video games uh, game by game in release order. Yeah. At, so, le- at least the ones that we can get our hands on. Yeah, there are some that are a bit out of reach. Yes. But what's next? Do we know? Is it uh, Theme Park World or something? Theme Park Inc.? Or is it Roller Coaster Tycoon 2? Or theme Park is Theme Park else? World or Legoland. Oh, it's one of the two. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. Okay, fair. Yeah. Well, that will be coming up in the next few weeks. Oh, yeah. Very exciting. Very exciting indeed. Um... Solo, a Tom story. Sorry, what? Solo, a Tom story. Is this what's this about? This oh. is about your solo episode. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yes. yes. This was a few weeks. I'd wiped it from memory because <laughs> it was so terrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you need to do one of these at some point, Josh. Yes. One week, I'm just gonna when I'm not available, yeah. I'm just gonna be difficult and be like, oh no, I can't do two the week before, Josh. You're just gonna have to do one by yourself. <laughs> Because I've done two by myself now, and the first time I thought I kind of got away with it. Yeah, the first one was pretty good. The second one was not very good, and frankly, whatever episode it was, fifty something, fifty one, fifty Jungle 50. Cruise, it was. Yeah, it's fifty. Yeah, 51. just pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. No, no one needs to listen. You, we to need that. a low point, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's our Phantom Menace. Yes. Yeah. Our, uh, our Return of the Jedi. Uh, our Tackle of Clones. <laughs> I'm joking about Return of the Jedi, obviously. <laughs> Um, oh, solo a Tom story. Nice. Yeah, I like it. Um, he thought your solo episode was pretty good. All right, Ben. It's you don't have to suck up to us that much. Although listening to the audio of someone watching a visual trailer was a bold choice. <laughs> okay. Yes. Fine. All of a sudden, that sounds far more sarcastic. Uh, I fully agree. Yes. But hey, ho, uh, I tried my best. There were guests on the cards and they let me down, Josh. Yeah, what we can were, I say? Yeah. It's, it's a struggle. It certainly is. Uh, 
Um, I've lost my spot. There that- it is. Uh, yeah, I, it's it's one of them things, right? When when you have guests lined up and they pull out, um, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. So my protection is important. Uh, Absolutely is. Certainly when you're in Little India. It is. To be fair, there were posters up saying so. <laughs> Uh, actors in Disney and Universal. So this is um, stars of films that are cross uh, both ah, paths that we were discussing. Oh, yes. Who was it that we brought up in relation to this last time? Was it Chris Pratt, maybe? Um, I don't know. Because but he's in Guardians yeah. Breakout and he's going to be in, or is he, in the new Jurassic World wow. ride. So Ben says. Oh, um, maybe it wasn't Chris Pratt we were talking no, about then. Who were we um, talking about? can't remember now. No. Um, so, uh, Ben says, uh, I think Chris Pratt is likely the only actor to appear across both parks with Jurassic World at Universal, uh, Hollywood, and Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Breakout, Disneyland, California, Adventure. Right. So, so it probably wasn't Chris Pratt we were talking about then. No. It was maybe someone who... Maybe someone who could potentially also be spanning Disney and Universal parks and we have now forgotten... Was it Dwayne Johnson? Yes. Fast and the Furious, and if they ever was to uh, re-theme Jungle Jungle Cruise Cruise for the movie, that was it. Um, Okay. But yes, I think uh, Ben is right. Chris Pratt is also the only one I can now think of. Uh, He goes on. Who is in that situation. This is likely to be replicated in Florida with the opening of uh, the Cosmic Rewind Guardians of the Galaxy ride mm. at Epcot and assuming Universal Studios updates the Jurassic Park ride to Jurassic World. Wow. I'm which, not sure they will, to be honest. I don't know. Yeah, it seems to have fallen one. by the wayside. Um, There's some suggestion. the update is excellent. Yeah. but I mean, I'm not... I mean, I don't know if it is as black and white as this, but if it was a choice between re-theming the River Adventure or getting the new roller coaster, mm. I would I would pick the new roller coaster. Yes. Uh, which um, we all... Have, of course, yet to hear about officially, although it seems like it can't be too far away, just based on how much disruption there's been in that part of Islands of Adventure recently, and the fact that there are plenty of pictures floating around of what looks like the track in mm. pieces at the site of uh, Epic Universe, yep. just waiting to be shifted over to Universal Islands. Orlando's, Universal Studios Orlando's, Epic Universe, Epic Worlds, yeah. theme park, yeah, the place. Sure. Orlando. Something like that. Yeah. A Star Wars story. <laughs> uh, High School Musical, the musical oh, the series. Oh, yeah. Goodness me. <laughs> I, I, there are some bold decisions that have been made on that Disney Plus. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like releasing it in November in the US with shows like The Mandalorian on it, but they're not in the rest of the world until March, April time. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And some of the wording around it's release in the UK does mm. seem like there's a get out for them in terms of not having absolutely everything on there. Yeah. It seems like clearly the issue is existing deals they've got yeah. with Sky. people like Sky and, uh, Netflix, and Netflix. Yeah. But it seems like maybe enough of those deals will be up by then, but not all of them. And yeah. so there will still be some stuff missing, but just not all of it. I feel like they should have just or most of it. released whatever they have now. Mm. In the UK, um, I don't know, at a reduced rate or something. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Or just sod it. Just do it at that price and then go, well, you can buy into it or not. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm quite excited. I, I think it looks like a really good service, I have to say. Mm. The Netherlands has it, randomly. Mm. Um, that, uh, yeah, I guess because they don't have any licensing issues. So No, I guess not. Um, but, Ben goes on. Rise of the Resistance. The right, the movie the, the must right. be coming up soon. I mean, there's still no date on that, right? But it is now mid-November. Yeah, uh, the, the movie is out in a month. The opening dates uh, were announced back in July. Oh, the specific dates. Yeah, were they? Oh, I totally missed that. That's embarrassing. Ben didn't know. Well, Ben doesn't miss anything. Ben's got our back. Homeboy Ben. Uh, it opens fifth of December at Walt Disney World. Okay. And seventeenth of January in Disneyland. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Oh, maybe we did talk about it, and I couldn't just... I can't remember. I don't know. Uh, All right, well, that's soon. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I won't be going until... Well, you're going next year, I'm going next year. That's all but confirmed. I think April, May time. 
No so, uh, general elections get in the way. No general elections getting in the way. As far as I'm aware. We assume. Yeah, well, we, we can't be completely confident <laughs> yeah. of that. Who knows? Uh, be confident, you know, if the Tories get in, but Boris loses his seat, then... Oh, that would be good. Maybe there'll be another election. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. I'm a neutral <laughs> journalist. Yes. I hope everyone does as well as one another. Uh, <laughs> Is that what I'm supposed to say? I don't... Do we care on this? We, do we... No, no, it doesn't matter. I just wondered, I don't know... Well, there might be some uh, cross-pollination in terms of our audience. The views there of, might be someone who the reads my you... journalism, who also listens to my stupid podcast and thinks, <laughs> oh, that bloke's meant to be neutral, he's a journalist. The views of you do not represent the views of... The Park Rush podcast. Yes, or any other uh, company that we work for. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Fifth Park. Like Comcast, for example. Like Comcast, for example. <laughs> Fifth Park. Fifth Disney Park. Okay. Yeah, uh, there already is one. He oh. says, jokingly, I think, well, definitely because there's a laughing face. Uh, Disney Springs. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, there used to be. There was Disney Quest until they got rid of it. I, 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 I like Disney Springs. I really like Disney I mean, Springs. I know. But Blue Water isn't a theme park. No, absolutely not. And neither is Disney Springs. No. Although it is themed. It certainly is themed nicely. It's I would really say. Really nice. It's a classy place. Yeah, I um, really like it. It's far better than downtown I've Disney. I've always was. been interested in the Disney nightlife, you know. I've I felt like it never feels like the right time to to go when you're on a family holiday, but mm. I don't know. Maybe when that uh when lads lads lads, lads go to Disney, you know. Well, cuz I don't think you get that at Disney Springs. Do they not have have they moved away from that a bit since Yeah, so the downtown Springs. Disney sort of nightlife Pleasure Island. Pleasure Island has gone. Oh, fair. But City Walk uh, does have that vibe. Okay. Um, I believe after 7pm, parking becomes free. Try and get people down to City Walk. Oh. Um, and then, yeah, you can you can go and hang out. And there's like that, seems a, that seems odd. Like, make it easier for people to drive well, to go and get drunk. It's for it's so that families can go there and go to the shops right. or, or go to the uh, cinema. Oh, okay. You know. Hmm. Um, but then you can also go there, get you know, get an Uber. And go there. Uh, but, Fifth Park. Uh, I'm not sure they'll build a Fifth Park anytime soon, as it's far easier and cheaper to expand the existing ones, which nearly all have untapped potential. True. It's true. There's lots of space. Um, as seen recently with Hollywood Studios, uh, with Star Wars. Uh, but Epcot is also well known for having expansion pads for World Showcase, and Magic Kingdom is slowly expanding further beyond the train tracks with Tron. Uh, yeah, so Epcot, uh, there's, uh, there was potential for another loop of World Showcase behind the lake that exists now, but I right. think that that has kind of that ship has sailed with the building of some other stuff in that area. Okay, um, so we won't get that proper extension there, but there is still some some space back there for sure. Um, and yeah, you know, now that they've gone beyond the train tracks, uh, anything is possible at Magic Kingdom. Controversial. Yes. Yeah. Um, Tron does look cool. Where is Tron at the moment? Is it Shanghai? Shanghai, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. So it's all in Chinese, which I kind of like. Kind of feels mm. like because I've watched on board videos. Mm. Um, and it, like the Chinese chat actually kind of draws me in a bit more. I don't know why. Fair. Because I guess because it's like you're in a computer, so it's like it's all kind of a bit foreign. Right. Yeah, so the foreign language kind of draws me into that. Oh, okay. Vibe. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, you didn't say that about uh, French Star Tours in Paris. No, but yeah. yeah. But I, I'm not. A, I I really like Let Empire is here. The the setting of Star Wars is really good, even if I don't necessarily like. Or if I don't necessarily think that these stories are as good as everyone else. Uh, I think you're right. To be honest, I think Star Wars is a. Uh, a tremendous canvas. Yes. What ends up on the canvas uh, is often mixed. Yeah. Uh, there's been some excellent stuff. There's been some really bad stuff. And there's yeah. been some stuff that's been a little all over the place. Yeah. Um, Across it's... movies, TV, games, books, everything. Yeah. My favourite mm. film, um, as I think I've mentioned, is uh, Rogue One. Mm. Um, I've read a couple of the Star Wars books, which I've really enjoyed. Um Film the the main story films are fine. Some of the best Star Wars storytelling is in some uh, 
and video games. Yes, uh, I believe uh, most of the very good Star Wars stuff has now been decanonized. Uh, You're not wrong. To the Knights uh, of the Old Republic, for of example, a lot of the fans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So fifth park still still on fifth park. It's a big it's a big uh, paragraph this one. Uh, whilst the fifth park would alleviate some congestion, as we mentioned, it's true. Uh, Disney would likely want a new park to get more people, not re- redistribute the ones they have. Also, I think what we mentioned. Um, in terms of how busy the parks are, I firmly blame the changes to Fast Pass made in recent years. Which, yeah, I firmly agree as well. I think Fast Pass kind of sucks. Um, it used to be only available to uh, for major attractions, but now they have limits in place. Uh, they added fast pass to rides that don't need them, like Journey to Into Imagination. Uh, that used to be guaranteed. It's raining. Let's just go on that ride mm-hmm. uh, with no queue. But now it can be a forty-five minute wait. Crazy. Certainly is. I would not queue forty-five minutes for Journey to Imagination. Uh, no, that's just me. Yeah, so. each to their own. Yeah, uh, the Lone Ranger. We mentioned. Um, he said, "Don't you dare say a bad word about that film." I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anything about it. I've not seen it. <laughs> I have no plans to. It's not a very good film, though. Uh, actually, I downloaded it to my iPad for my flight <laughs> to Singapore and just didn't get to it. Unfortunately. Oh. I say unfortunately. I don't know. Is um, it unfortunate that I didn't watch it, or is it actually I dodged a bullet? Uh, have you seen? Now be careful what you say because Ben is yeah. listening. Have you seen Wild Wild West with Will Smith? No. Jim West, Desperado. No. Oh, okay. Uh, have you seen... I've played Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, it's not really a good... <laughs> it's I not... saw that Wild West bit in the great movie ride. Is have you like seen that? Shanghai Noon or Shanghai Nights? No. What? No. Yeah, some, like... Well, Shanghai Noon like... and Shanghai Nights are excellent, I in am my the opinion. biggest fraud of a movie buff that's, that there is, quite frankly. Well... The way I talk about movies yeah. is someone who really loves them and knows a lot about them. And the amount of classic movies that I've just not seen is quite frankly embarrassing. Uh, Wild Wild West is definitely not a classic film. <laughs> well, no, fair enough. <laughs> it's um, arguably terrible, but I really enjoyed it as a kid. Okay, fair. Um, I hold Lone Ranger in a similar regard. Uh, it's kind of a bad film, but kind of enjoyable. Okay. Um, Army Hammer and Johnny Depp. Mm. Um, I don't know, I guess. like, But it came out in a weird time where Johnny Depp playing a Native American is kind of Risque. Yeah. Um, there was a Disney Infinity playset. Yeah. Infinity. They were going to. Uh, I thought about that for a long time. They would have put that the was train from Lone Ranger Josh. in Magic Kingdom and then rethemed the. Uh, Every- uh, Big Thunder Mountain re- region to Lone Ranger. But- Every time a Disney movie or Marvel movie or Star Wars movie comes out, part of me thinks, oh, that would have been a good. That would have been a good Disney Infinity set. <sighs> It would have. Yeah. It would have. Moana, that would have been great. Could have that would have been really of, good. Um, Island. What's the Zelda game where you're in a boat? Wind Waker. Uh, Wind Waker, yeah. Could have done a sort of Wind Waker style yeah, yeah. play set for Moana. I'm full of good ideas. Yes. Me, when it comes to Disney Infinity. Yeah. But, alas, uh, doesn't exist. Uh, yes. Uh, anyway. Ben also says that he looks forward to seeing the... Oh, not seeing, because... This is a purely visual podcast. Purely audio, you mean? Uh, yes. And it's exactly. for the best, Yeah, frankly. Uh, purely audio podcast, as you correctly said. Uh, it, what, he's looking forward to listening to the Rollercoast Tycoon episode, which obviously he can now. Oh, yes. He certainly can. Yeah. That is out. That's out. Cool. Well, thanks, Ben. Uh, and just a reminder for everyone else that you can email the show if you would like to at podcast at parkrush.com. Uh, we're going to do the news now. There's not a ton of it, thankfully. Uh, we'll start, I guess, with Disney Plus, which is kind of thing Disney related. Disney Plus. Sometimes not. It's launched in the US. Yep. Uh, Josh has his ways. He's watched some stuff. Yeah. And I guess the thing that we, I mean, The Mandalorian is the one everyone's talking about. Sounds like it's actually legitimately good. So I'm looking. Yeah. To so I was that, looking uh, at uh, Metacritic, mm. or was it IMDb? I was looking at. I can't remember. Uh, no, it was Metacritic, uh, and. The score on that is about 66, 67, mm. which um, I guess compared to the films feels quite harsh. Metacritic is kind of odd, though, I find. It's, yeah. It's, it's quite hard to get a really good Metacritic score, especially if you're a film. I find that film and games get, uh, especially games, get uh, higher scores than television. 
Right. Uh, I feel like television seems like the most critical of the genres. Fair. Um, but I guess the, the Disney Plus show of most interest when it comes to theme parks is... Uh, What's it called again? The Imagineering Story. The Imagineering Story. Yes. You've watched some of it. I have watched one of the two episodes that are currently available. Okay. Uh, what is it about? How is it? It is uh, all about the Imagineering Story. Uh, from back before uh, the theme parks were built. Yeah. Uh, it's telling the story of how Walt uh, and the Imagineers uh, have slowly grown uh, the theme park, Disney theme park, empire from uh, nothing to where it is now mm. um and it's got a uh, you know S- bob Iger's introduces it uh, you got some older guys in it. it's got um voice uh, overs from uh, some people that have uh, passed away that were part of the team um old uh video and photos and designs and stuff uh it's really interesting mm. uh mike sklar is in there um, is there a lot? Of, is there a lot of cool behind the scenes sort of footage and stuff? Uh, yeah, there is some cool behind the scenes footage. Because the best part of the was it the backlot tour at MGM? Yeah, those years ago was the section where you sort of went behind the scenes of the Imagineers actually working at the park, you know, making costumes and things like that. Is yeah. there is uh, there that kind of stuff in there so far? Uh, not so far. We so the first episode focuses on the history of okay. um, you know, so uh. It's all about Walt getting his idea for the theme park, um, him coming up with a theme park, uh, some of the stuff that they did for the uh, World's Fair, mm. uh, and then... Oh, you mean like the secret entrance to Tomorrowland yeah. inside It's a Small World? Yeah, that oh, one, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, Bold, but, visionary yeah. idea. <laughs> uh, but things like, um, so they didn't have to pay for It's a Small World because they got someone someone from the World's Fair. That Hugh was, Laurie. Yes, mm. uh, paid Walt and the Disney company to build it. And right. They're like, well, that's ours now, so we're going to put that in Disney now. Thanks. Mm. So, yeah, but and there's some really interesting bits in there, like uh, Autopia, which is obviously the cars in Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't used to have a track. That I, I didn't realise it never used to have a track. Well, you could just drive free. Yeah. That seems dangerous. Yeah, there's like people getting like <laughs> pit maneuvered. Oh boy! Yeah, crashing. Okay. People like brake checking people. Right. It looks pretty rough, actually. Yeah. Um, and they were saying, yeah. So uh, basically, back then, uh, people would like well, so wanted to get on the Autopia cars that they would jump in barriers and things like that. Gee. Um, they showed off the uh, I can't remember his name now, but the guy who designed the Matterhorn, uh, he went backstage into the Matterhorn where there is a basketball hoop. There is a uh, rumour, a myth, a legend that there is a whole basketball court oh, in I the Matterhorn. I you reading my CV off there. Uh, there's not. There, there is a basketball hoop in there with backboard but no uh, full court. Alas. Yes. Uh, how long are the episodes? There's the episodes of that are about an hour long. An hour long. Yeah. And there's two so far and how, is it a weekly thing? Is it? No. So the first episodes came out uh, what? So it came out on it opened on the eleventh, right? On launch day. Disney Plus came out on the eleventh. Uh, from what I can tell, the Imagineering story came out two days after that. Um, with both episodes? No, with one episode. One episode. Uh, which would have been like the Wednesday, right? Uh, and then the second episode came out like today-ish. Uh, okay. So kind of a bit random. Fair. Do you know uh, how many there are going to be? Not. Off the top of my head, I have an app, uh, so I'll look that up real quick. Cool. I, I I seem to remember reading that Dwayne Johnson's production company was is, is behind this. Is that right? Or I, I don't know if his role in Jungle Cruise is what is what got him involved. It would make some sense, I suppose. Yeah. Um, that film is obviously based on a theme park attraction. Like I don't know. One uh, assumes the... he's become familiar with the history of the ride and whatnot since he started doing that project. But... There are six episodes. Okay, it's not too bad. An hour long, yeah. It's a good chunk of time to to dive into the history, and hopefully, it does well enough in terms of viewership that uh, Disney feel fit to uh, to do some more stuff, yeah, around their theme parks on Disney Plus. I think there's a lot more that they can tell. Mm. They they ran, they did, a, they put a lot of uh, stuff into that first episode. They went from you know uh, the early fifties all the way to. 
uh, late sixties. Uh, not um, they went in February. They went to, I believe they went to, yeah. Walt's death was at the very end of it. So mm. um, seventy seventy one, right? He died. Um, so uh, yeah, cool. So they they covered a lot of time. Ten t- uh, twenty years. Sorry, they covered basically, and now. We've got fifty years to cover in another six, uh, five episodes. So, yeah, um, yeah. We've got to go through interesting things, though, right? Like the Eisner era's era, yeah. uh, where uh, Disney was actually in relative hardship, um, and Eisner turned the company around, um, but made maybe um, cutbacks and stuff that have affected people's impression of the parks. Mm. So I'm interested to see how they cover that. Um, yeah, because obviously. It's a Disney show. Yeah, exactly. On a Disney... How much sort of self-critique is there actually going to be? Yeah. Uh, is it just a big PR exercise? Well, uh-huh. yes. But... Yes. Um, um, but obviously, it's, it's about the Imagineering, right? Yeah. First and foremost. So, um, I assume they'll get Joe Rody on it at some point, who's the Oh, yeah, you would hope so. Avatar, and as well as other things. Everest. Everest, yes. Um, so, and I assume it's going to be it's going to build up, and then the last episode or two will be Star Wars. Right. Because, you know, it's yeah. kind of a big deal, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I've heard. Yeah. So uh, I've they, heard. they talked about audio animatronics in there as well. So uh, if you do have Disney+, Plus, um, I think it's worth a watch. Mm. Yeah, certainly as, you know, if you listen to this theme park, then you're interested enough in theme parks to want to watch this show. One would assume. Yeah. Or, you know, Singapore tourism advice. Yes. I'm full of it. Yeah. Or uh, the pod on pods. The pod on pods, exactly. Yeah. Um, Pods and brothels. Yes, that's a, that's an episode title right there. <laughs> Pods and brothels. Pods and brothels. Um, yeah, uh, the Mandalorian, really good. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I like. I like that. I'm going to sign up to that thing when it launches. Yeah, I like the idea of a nice eating myself into a Sunday by watching that's so Raven. <laughs> <laughs> just just having it all there. I can't deny yeah. is pretty appealing. The uh, the world of Jeff Goldblum. Oh, odd, yeah. Odd show. Well, I'm not surprised. Yeah, but kind of cool. So the first episode is about trainers. Um, I've watched both episodes of that. Second episode is about ice cream. Sure. Yeah. Um, Why not? Yeah, and it's just like taking you through the history of uh, the things and the kind of cultural phenomenon around those things. Right. So how trainers started with uh, Mr. Goodyear uh, of tyre fame. Uh and has built to this like so he went he goes to sneaker con and there's like millions of dollars being traded at this like for trainers and stuff at this place yeah um and then second episode it starts with uh how ice cream f- like you know started in sort of uh Greece and it uh ancient uh ancient China and builds all the way up to you know Ben and Jerry's today yeah and how uh they have these ice cream meetups on warships in the US Navy. Gee. Yeah. But huh. kind of cool. Uh, they're only half an hour episodes, so they're, they're quite one, easy to... One of, the, my, one of my highlights of my last visit to Florida, actually, was discovering... Um, oh, damn. I can't remember what it's called. It's this uh, brand of ice cream that's kind of, quote-unquote, healthy. What's uh, it Halo. Halo Top, that's Halo it. Halo Top, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not Ben and Jerry's, but it's pretty it's good. Pretty good. Oh, for... you're, you're familiar. Yes. Yeah, I must say, uh, it's it's not you know, like in the US. It's obviously been around for a while. I think it is available here. Yeah, yeah. It's very you, expensive. You can go to they, the car and get it. They import it from California or wherever it's uh, made. Yeah, so it's, you know, five six quid it's, a tub. It's Ben and Jerry's price. Yeah, Ben and Jerry's is uh, six quid these days. I think it's pretty good actually. But um, I was pleasantly surprised. I'm pretty sure uh, Ben and Jerry's and Halo Tops you can usually get on a buy one get one free. Deal you know why it's uh, a shop. The, the trade-off for it being healthy. Yeah, makes you gassy as fuck. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, it's it's, oh. Uh, it's unpleasant. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> maybe maybe it's just me. I don't know. Well, if you've had this experience, get in touch. Let us know. Was that why people were staring at you in Little India? <laughs> maybe. Just had a maybe. tub of Halo <laughs> Top. A tub of Halo Top putting everyone off. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, let's move on briefly. Aquatica. Aquatica. SeaWorld Water Park have announced yeah. a new ride, Josh. It's a dueling water slide, which I think they're saying is, well, they claim is the first ever. I don't know. 
I, I mean, I haven't done any research. Come on, that's not what I'm here for. But um, I'll believe them. I'll believe them. I mean, we've talked about Aquatica before. I've got kind of a soft spot for it because it was one of the first water parks I spent a serious amount of time at. But uh, it's Riptide Race. Uh, the way they've described it here is that riders will slide down in two-person rafts from a 68-foot tower down 650 feet of track to the final splash. Yeah. Uh, dueling face-to-face, racers will navigate tight loops and accelerations through indoor and outdoor sections. Uh, they've also released uh, a bit of a trailer. Um, got a, a quote trailer? here from David Heaton, Vice President of Aquatica Orlando. He says, uh, Riptide Race will offer a ride experience you won't be able to get anywhere else in Florida. Aquatica will be the first water park in the state to have a thrilling and more importantly dueling water slide. Riptide Race is the perfect addition to our attraction portfolio, complementing what is already one of the most family-friendly water slide lineups in Orlando. It'll be located next to Banana Beach Cookout. I'd recommend, by the uh, way, if you're, it's in the northeast corner. If you're hungry, of the park at Aquatica, uh, and it will open in 2020. Yeah, uh, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I would probably agree that they've got some of the most family-friendly water slides. Um, certainly yeah. compared to Volcano Bay, certainly which is yeah. extreme. Yeah, um, I would say Blizzard Beach, Typhoon Lagoon. Uh, while they are family-friendly, you don't you generally go down them in singles, so they're not family friendly as such right I see what you mean um, yeah there are actually now that you mention it uh, speak, th- think of family friendly in the sense of being able to do a ride together not just a ride that is suitable for kids yeah uh, yeah Aquatica does have a quite a good selection of stuff that you do in a group yeah mm. um, so I've just got a, pi- got a picture up on the on the, on the big screen uh, and it looks <laughs> like you have the open sections are like right next to each other so it looks like that's when you hopefully be dueling yeah. as such. Of course, after a few years, the dueling will stop. Yeah. People uh, start throwing coins at each other. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Goggles. Yeah. Whacking each other in the face. Yeah. Um, Take my swim shorts. <laughs> uh, so that's a Riptide Race Aquatica Orlando. It looks kind of cool. Next if, year. If they can get it so that you are near matching, mm. that would be really cool. Yeah. I don't know if it all, uh, if the technology at the top, you'll both be set, and then they'll do a lift thing that pushes you both off at the same time, or because if it's just being pushed, then it's down to there's you know there's force of the push involved and sure. timing involved and things like that. So yeah, if it's if if it's mechanized in some way, yeah, uh, to keep them in time, yes. Well, then then I guess it comes down a little bit as well to sort of weight distribution. It's yeah, it can't but, be guaranteed that no, it'll be totally yeah. in time. But yeah, they can do as much as they can to to keep that kind of race dynamic. Mm. And uh, yeah, like, the, you know, get a family of four going all at once. Yeah. Be, that'd be good. Yeah. Should be cool. Yeah. Uh, no sort of more specific release window than that, but one would assume they'll try and get that out for summertime. Um, when the weather is fine. You would hope so, yes. Uh, well, Josh, I think that's that. Uh, I can't think of anything else, can you? Sorry, the Star Wars Minilands leaving every single Legoland. All right, Disney uh, up to some business. Looks like pulling, it. pulling, pulling deals. Florida, California. Um, I saw where was it? Windsor, Germany. Is there one in Windsor? I can't see the Windsor one on here though. Hmm. So maybe that's still there. That's interesting. Yeah, it's a strange development. There we go. Bonus news, Josh. Yeah. So I just spot. caught it out of the corner of my eye. Well, like, that's Whoa. what a good journalist does. Yeah, you should join our. You should join our award-winning team. Yes, maybe not. Get free Universal tickets, just not in Singapore. Yeah. Um. Well, that's going to do it for this week, Josh. A fine episode of the Park Rush yeah. podcast, if I may say so. Uh, as always. Well, yeah. Well, apart, apart from, from Tom, a solo story, yeah, or whatever it was. The 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 yeah. lost episode. Yeah, the lost episode. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should just delete it and we jump from episode 50 to 52 that'd be quite funny yeah, yeah. So, so it's just lost to time and lost to history it's like that e- that terrible E.T. game that got buried out in the desert yeah I'm yeah. going to delete the episode from SoundCloud stick it on a pen drive and go and bury it in a quarry in Swanscombe <laughs> where they're going to build <laughs> the London resort so when they oh. finally start clearing the ground they might find it <laughs> that'd be quite funny it would be quite good wouldn't it um you can email us, as I've said many times, podcast at parkrush.com. You can follow us on Instagram, where there are 
Some amazing pictures, Josh. Amazing. From Universal Singapore. It's at Park Crush Podcast. Yeah. And uh, you can find every episode we've done up until now, just including Tom, a solo story, at parkcrush.com. And if you've enjoyed the show, you can subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review uh, if such places support such things as well. Obviously, iTunes does. I don't know about anywhere else, but that would be great. It helps us out. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. Thanks very much for listening. Until then, take it easy. Goodbye. Goodbye.